Bible to uh, Colossians 3.17. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. We'll just start there. I have a number number of verses here. And today the, the message would be more like a... Um, a big picture of things, uh, so I'm using a lot of different verses. So, if you're trying to write everything down, it might it might be kind of hard. But I could always uh, email you the verses or anything like that, or print it out for you. Well, the title of my message here is that uh, you never had a normal day as a Christian. So, the Christian has never had a normal day. Now, I'm using the word normal in the sense that we use it in our culture, I guess, normal, right? Kind of almost boring or uh, not really very significant, just kind of a natural day, just nothing very special about it. But that's not the case for the Christian. Uh, The Christian really has never had an ordinary day, that every day is special, every day is significant. The special and the significant is the normal for the Christian, but as I'm saying, as I go through the message, I'll be using that word "normal" in the sense of how we normally think about it, not being significant, that sort of thing. But the Christians never had a normal day, and I think it probably this message kind of comes out of maybe uh, my own personal life, just you know, being encouraged on Sundays and maybe being encouraged on my times when I'm not at work and that sort of thing. But then you get to the job. And you're surrounded by people with uh, their perspective. You know, you might work with Christians, but a lot of, of us don't work with Christians. And you're surrounded by people that the perspective and the climate, the atmosphere, is really not that of of the Lord, right? I mean, the music or the conversation, the the complaining. You know, tomorrow you ask somebody, "How are you doing today?" Well, pretty good for a Monday. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's just almost like pops your bubble right away and uh or like it gets busy at work it's monday you know or it's tuesday or finally oh it's friday this is a special day and the weekend's a special day but what about all those other days and for the christian we don't have to be caught up in that kind of bondage as far as thinking it's only special when we would go on vacation or we're at a conference or that sort of thing really every day for the christian uh is a is a special day and that's what i want to try to do you know i want us to be able to say more clearly, you know, when ask, when someone asks you what's been going on in your life and nothing much is really not not an answer. Right? I know it's hard not to say that because that's kind of a cultural thing. But really, that's never the case uh, for the Christian. A lot's going on in our life. So I'm going to say a lot, but I want to just pit, I just want to paint the big picture here for us. It's right that we see things rightly. If you can see more clearly that you never had a normal day as a Christian, it can produce more joy, more thankfulness, more encouragement, more right a, a, a right sense of purpose, a more grace in redeeming the time, a, and also a, a sense of the wonder of it all. One brother said in his life that God just gave him the grace to never lose the wonder of it all as a Christian, and that's what that's what we want, right? You never had a normal day as a Christian, so here we go. One reason is this, because even the most menial task has great significance in Christ. This is simple, but it's profound. Colossians 3.17, And whatever you do in word or deed or do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. So whatever you do, word, what you, what you would speak, what you would do, do it in the name of Christ. So that just right there redeemed everything that we would call mundane or puts it in a whole new category doesn't it 
In, in Ecclesiastes, when it says vanity, vanity, all is vanity, that, as one brother said, that's the man looking at things horizontally apart from looking at things how they really are in God's perspective. That's man looking at things, vanity, vanity, all is vanity, without God. But then in Christ, right, we can say without a shadow of a doubt that significant, significant, everything is significant. And that that's how it really is. So whatever... Whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Even the most menial task of eating and drinking, even in those things, do it to the Lord. There's gospel illustrations there, a bunch of things. And our work, and this is so simple, but it's it's not cliche, it's reality that we're working for the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's profound. In Colossians chapter 3.22 Bondservants, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. And whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord. You are serving the Lord Christ. And that, that is something that is a reality. And it makes it's never a normal day when you're working for Christ, right? And if you're retired, it's never a normal day in your retir- retirement when you're serving the Lord and whatever he has you doing. Or you're working among those kids. If you're a mother, it's never, you know, it's never a normal day when you're working for Christ. And as we go to work, that time is really not wasted time, is it? We'll talk more about being conformed to the image of Christ in that. But also, we are adorning the gospel of God before the eyes of the unbelievers. You know, true Christians stick out, don't we? We are a city that's set on a hill, can't be hidden. And it says in Titus, its um, implication is to our work. Chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, Bond servants are to be submissive to their own masters in everything. They are to be well-pleasing, not argumentative, not pilfering, but showing all good faith so that in everything they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior. It's talking about character things, just the character of Christ that we all have. We could grieve at areas that were not more like Christ, yes, but there are a whole lot of areas of our life that there is Christ-likeness there. And as we're at work, we're actually adorning the gospel, showing the gospel to be beautiful as it is, showing it to be real. This is no game. This is no Sunday thing. This is reality. And if you say, well, what did you do today? Well, all I did was work today. It's like, hardly that, right? It was, you were adorning the gospel that day. It's never a normal day when that's the case. It's never a normal day for the Christian because every day God is near you. That makes everything significant there. The omnipresence of God is just such a, a sweet doctrine. It's something we could think more about and be changed by that it's true that he searches out our path and our lying down, and he is acquainted with all of our ways, right? Personal things. Psalm 139 there, and the NAS says, intimately acquainted with all my ways. That just made everything significant when God is there, right? It's not boring when the king's in your midst, right? And it's not something insignificant when, when the king is there. Even in hard things, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. And the flames shall not consume you, says Isaiah there. We never had a normal day, right, when the Lord is so near. Not just some kind of part of God or peace of God, but the whole God in our midst. Not bound by spatial t- things or time, just there. The, the real God right, be, right behind the veil. We do well to think more about that. Never had a normal day when he's near. And it's never a normal day when you're being carried by the Lord. I mean, that is the, 
That is the reality of the Christian, that he brought us, right? The Lord your God who goes before you will himself fight for you. This is in Deuteronomy. Just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes and in the wilderness, where you have seen how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son all the way that you went until you came to this place. What's been happening in your life? What's been going on? Being carried by the Lord. Where is he carrying you to? Carrying you to glory, right? Bringing many sons to glory. That's not a normal day when God's carrying us every day. And that's the reality every day. Carried by the Lord. It's not a normal day when we have access. We never had a normal day because we have access to the Lord through prayer. It's very common to us to pray. It's very natural. It's it's like for the Christian, it's like breathing in a way. It's just very natural to pray, isn't it? But that is a very special thing, to be in prayer. The, the fact that the throne of grace is in every place makes every day uh, special for the Christian. It's a special thing to have real fellowship with God and us for our prayers to impact eternity. That's, that is significant. It's, we've never had a normal t- day because that's the case. It's, it's never a normal day as well. You've never had a normal day because God is fighting for you every day. It says one man in Joshua 23.10, One man of you puts to flight a thousand, since it is the Lord your God who fights for you, just as he promised you. And all the promises are yes and amen in Jesus. So this is a promise for us. The Lord is fighting for us. If we were to just think about how many armies are put to flight each day in our life, right? How many... Uh, we could get up, we could uh, focus on maybe the areas of failure in the day, but really what about the areas of victory that are in the day? How many armies are sent to flight? Or how many uh, demonic things kept back that we didn't even realize would have came our way, but God was fighting for us, protecting us, encouraging us. It's God, God is fighting for us every day. It's never a normal day. It's not, you never had a normal day as a Christian because you have, because we have peace with God. Peace with God, that is not normal. To be walking around in the realm of forgiveness, right? We've been justified with faith in Romans 5. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. It's not a normal day when we're standing in grace, right, all the time. That is, that is profound and that is, that is significant. We have this hope of heaven. Uh, one of the brothers sent me a verse this week, and I thought, that's going in the sermon there. He said, for salvation is, in, in Romans 13, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. Every day as a Christian is a new day that now we're closer to seeing the Savior face to face. That's not, that's not normal. It's never a normal, you never had a normal day as a Christian because every day the Lord is for you. God be for us, who can be against us? God for us, behind us, meaning that he's desiring our good. Yes, we know he's for us ultimately in the gospel there in that passage, but behind us, for us, right? At your job, uh, to glorify the Lord, all your desires for good in that. God is standing behind you and for you in that way. It's never a normal day in that. It's never a normal day for us when we're living in the age of which we're living in right the the new covenant time here this age this age of the spirit we're living in the time the saints of old that were not living in that time right they were looking at Christ from afar as it were they saw things about Christ but yet here we are it's upon us that the end of the ages has come right long ago at many times in many ways 
God spoke to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days, he has spoken us to us, spoken to us by his son. We, we're in this time when Christ has come. Christ has been incarnate, right? He can and tabernacled among us. He really lived. He really died. He bore the wrath of God. He really was buried and he really rose and he's ascended at the right hand of God. He's, he's seated in that place of victory. I mean, that is, that makes every day significant because that's a reality. The grace of God has appeared, Titus says. And Jesus said, Jesus said to his disciples, he says it to us as well. When turning to his disciples, he said privately here in Luke chapter 10, Blessed are your eyes. Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Blessed are your eyes, for they see what they see, right? We talk a lot about we don't see as we should, but we need to realize as well, we see a whole lot, don't we? I mean, Scripture actually says our face is unveiled. We see Christ, right? Not that we want to see more of him. We're not satisfied with that, but we do see him, right? Who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus crowned with glory and honor. It's never a normal day when we have the Bible at our fingertips, right? What, is, what a source of delight is there. We take it for granted, but I'm just reminding us of these things that are true of us every day. It's not normal when the Bible is at our fingertips. This delight, right? You think about your day. What's going what's gonna to happen significant in this day? I get to delight in the Word of God. I get to delight in the Scriptures, Right And the Word of God, you know, I've been looking at some places in the Scripture where it actually says this Word being the Gospel. It's interesting how New, uh, New Testament writers thought about the Gospel. This Word that never going to pass away is the good news that was preached to you. This Christocentric uh, Gospel view of the Word, but all these other things in the Word as well. Just sweet consolations to soothe the soul. Glorious thoughts about the triune God. Rich verses that tell us about Christ. Wonderful truths that speak to us, the gospel, rivers of delight, delightful truths, moving, moving truths, profound truths, helpful truths, soul-nourishing truths. And every day for the Christian, all the promises are yes and amen in Jesus. Yeah. That's not boring. That's not normal. That, that's significant. Every day for the Christian is a special day. We have the Word of God. It's another reason that it's a special day every day is that the Lord is marching on. It's not a normal day when God is marching on. When Christ is building His church and the gates of hell are not prevailing against it, right? We get discouraged in the, in the fulfillment of the Great Commission. We get discouraged in our life or whatever, but Christ doesn't. It says in Isaiah 42, He will not grow faint or be discouraged until He has established justice in the earth. He's marching on, right? We sing that back... And Grace, I think you guys sung it at the fellowship conference that they renamed it uh, Battle Hymn of the Church, that God is marching on. His truth is marching on. Our God is marching on. He's saying to the north, as it says in Isaiah 43, give up. And to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, who I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. It's not a normal day, right? When God is, is calling forth his elect, he's calling forth a people from every tribe and tongue and nation. I, I suppose you could say, well, how do we know that's happening every day? I don't have a particular verse for that, but it just makes sense, doesn't it? 
that God's doing that. Every day, and that, as, he's, as he's calling that bride for himself, every day Christ nourishing and cherishing his church. Beautiful thing. It's not a normal day when every day, everything, what God is doing in the world is that everything is being summed up in Christ. It's all moving towards this one great end, right? That everything, his purpose of his will to set, that he set forth in Christ to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Right, that's what's going on. We need to think bigger, right, than our little lives and stuff, our little day to day, but look up, as one brother said. See the big plan of redemption, what has been happening as Christ had been prophesied there in the Old Testament. Then he came forth, and now we're living in this age, and everything is going forth to be fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And that is, that is, that is happening, right? God is doing that. The sovereign God who rules Overall, is bringing about his eternal purposes in Christ in the daily. That's significant. It's not. It's never. You never had a normal day because every day we can sing and celebrate, right? Might try the lost man has a hard time uh, celebrating on Monday morning when they're at the job, don't they? But the Christian, we can be full of songs of praise, right? We're actually beckoned to be that way. Isaiah twelve six, shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion. For great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. And in Psalm 89, blessed are the people who know the festal shout, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face. This festal shout that, that we have, we can have every day. We ought to sing more, right? And the day to day, just bust out in that hymn or whatever, raise your hand. You feel like, feels kind of normal today. Well, let's, just, let's sing and just raise our hands to the Lord and, and realize that it's not. Right, it's never a normal day because we're in Christ every day, united to Him. Right in His death and and His resurrection, we're in Christ. That our lives are hidden with Christ in God. That we're seated with Christ in the heavenly places in the day to day. And you don't have to leave that at the door, at the job, or whatever. And then you enjoy that when you get off. Right, even though all around you may be speaking something else. But these things are reality. Even the fact that the people that are around you are so full of complaining and so full of things that aren't God actually illustrates the reality of what we're saying here, right? That the world really is lost, as we'll see here. Every day, it's true of us that we've already come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God. You're familiar with that passage, right? It goes on, we've come to numeral angels and festal gathering and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven and to God, the judge of all and the spirits of the righteous made perfect. And, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. So every day my life is hidden with Christ and God. I'm in Christ. I'm moving about in this realm of forgiveness. It's not a, you never had a normal day because every day Christ is living, living in you. You've been crucified with Christ. You no longer live, but Christ lives in you. And the life you live, you live by faith in the Son of God who loved you and gave yourself, gave himself for you if you're a Christian. Christ living in me, that is not normal, brethren. It's all, it's all supernatural, isn't it? And it's not a normal day because every day, what the reality is, if you're a Christian, you've been swept up into the fellowship of the triune God. 
I mean, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You, you know him, right? You know God. I mean, we indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son. You look over there in 2 Corinthians 13, fellowship with the Spirit. We talk, if you want to look at uh, John 14, when Jesus says, We will come to him and make our home with him, this fellowship. Every day, you know, somebody said you can stand and look at this panoramic view of the Trinity, right? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This glorious God that we, we know that Christ died, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. And that, that is really the ultimate gift of the gospel, isn't it? That you get God. You get to know him, the glorious one. And you know him every, you know him every day. He's, he's accessible to you. It's never a normal day because our trials, those things that would cause us grief, those things that for a little while are necessary, right, are just so full of purpose. Our, our lives just so, every, every detail, every little thing, so filled with purpose, right? It's, produ- it's going to produce praise and glory to Christ on that day. And also we know that all things are working together for good to those that love God. That's happening every day. What is that ultimate good? being made more like Jesus Christ, right? That we every day are in this process of God is transforming us and molding us. And I think in our day, we've been, we speak too low about sanctification. Well, you know, it's a slow process, kind of little by little, that sort of thing. It's just really hard and, and that. And I realize there is a sense of unperceived growth, right? You can't look at yourself today maybe and say, wow, I really grew. <clears throat> but what has been happening to, happening to us is that we've been transformed from glory to glory. It doesn't say little by little, does it? Now, I understand there's a sense that we, you may not be able to see there's areas in your life that maybe you still need to grow in. Of course, that's true, <clears throat> but it's glorious is my point, right? You look back a year, look back five years, there's been real growth. You can look at, don't be caught up with all the stuff that, yeah, I still need to grow in this area, but look back and say, wow, God, had, what has God been doing in my life on the daily? He's been actually transforming me to be more like Jesus Christ. He's predestined us for that. And, that's what he, and that is a glorious thing. That's special. It's never a normal day when stuff like that's going on. It's never a normal, and that's happening every day. And it's, you never had a normal day because every day uh, you're living on a battlefield. Every day, a battlefield. The God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the glory of Christ. That is, that is not normal. A battlefield, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against, but against rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. That there's real schemes of the devil, real reasoning power that he's thinking and he's seeking. What's he seeking to do? To lead the Christian away from a sincere and a pure devotion for Christ, right? What does he do? He speaks lies, right? He presents all manner of different things. But it's not a normal day when there's real schemes of the devil uh, that are against us. I realize there is a time, yeah, there's, there's a time you may be sifted like wheat, that it's not like the devil is omnipresent or anything like that. But the battle is real, right? And you feel it. it almost, in, it seems like it is in a daily thing. Something, right? There's these flaming darts of the evil one that we're told to lift up the shield of faith and take the sword of the spirit and fight those things. That, that is, there is real, that's significant. I mean, that is, that is not boring. That is not normal when that's the case. We're, and we're told, be sober minded. 
Be watchful. Your adversary of the devil roams around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Our opponent, our adversary, the slanderer, right? He lies about God. He lies about one another to us. He lies to us about ourselves. This thing can be happening on the day. We have to be careful. Not to give him too much credit, but let's not ignore him too much at the same time, right? Temptations of sin are very real every day. Jesus said, you know, every day has its own trouble of its own, right? There's real temptations, things that we need to walk very carefully, right? We need to really cling to the Lord. There's real temptations to sin, and you feel it in the day, right? That is, Christ is there in every temptation. He's conquered. We can come to that throne of grace to receive mercy and help. But brethren, there's a real, there's a real war, right? That passions of the flesh wage war on the soul, and that... And that um, every day is filled with so many different temptations and things like that. Different seasons can be bigger than others, of course, but every day in that way. It's never a normal day because every day that souls are passing off into eternity. I mean, the Lord could do it to where he doesn't have to take somebody, you know, one day. But it seems like in the day-to-day, right, statistically it just says 151 151,000 people die every day, right? Swept off into eternity. Some of them, you know, hopefully believers, but just, you know, death and hell are moving, right? And that the, and, and God is saving his people, but also there's such a need in, in the world for the lost. We must work the works of him who sent us while it is day, right? It's not a normal day when people are slipping off into eternity, right? Forever. I mean, they're gone. Look at the old pictures. They're just gone. Some place, heaven or hell, that's happening on the daily. And it's not a normal day when the fields are white with harvest and all we're lacking is just to pray for more laborers, right? It's not a normal day when that's the case. Time would fail to speak about just the significance of time with family, the significance of time with the brethren, the specialness, the specialness of our meetings when Christ is walking among the lampstands and all that, the significance of being a single and that sort of thing. But let me just close with a couple of these. It's not, you never had a normal day because every day you're, you're loved by the Lord. Every day you're, you're swimming in this boundless, fathomless ocean that nothing can separate us from His love. This love that surpasses knowledge that according to Ephesians 3, you need to pray for supernatural grace to be able to understand it. That's how, that's how great, great it is. This deep ocean that we're swimming in every day. Underneath us, all around us, is the current of his love. We're operating in the realm of forgiveness. Every day we can say, I am my beloved and he is mine and his desire is for me. Right? He's rejoicing over his people with gladness. He quiets them by his love. He rejoices over them with loud singing. So says Zephaniah chapter 3. That's not, that's not a normal day. Right? It's never a normal day when... When Christ is in the continual pursuit of you on the day of the Monday, it's not, it's a significant day. Tuesday, Wednesday is significant. Thursday, Thursday, even the weekends, it's significant. Christ is saying, arise, my love, my beautiful one, and come away. Saying it on a continual basis, I take it. He says, oh, my dove, in the clefts of the rock, in the crannies of the cliff, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. Your voice is sweet. Your face is lovely. It's not a normal day when Christ is speaking to you that way and he's speaking to you that way every day, right? 
Christ is in the pursuit of his people. Every day is significant. And you may hear this and think, man, I need more reality of that in my in our life. And yeah, we do need more reality of that, and we should pray for more of that. But also, Scripture does call us, and you will get more help. We'll get more help in this way if we take Scripture to where set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth. Our mind, God has given us the grace and we need grace to do it, but we can set our mind on these things. Today, I just simply reminded you of things many of you already know, right? And there's probably a hundred other examples that you could give in your own life of what, why every day is significant. Remind yourself on those things, right? Remind yourself of the truth. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. When you wake up on Tuesday and it feels like this feels like a normal day and everything's pushing you in that direction, everybody else seems to be that and that kind of mindset and that sort of thing, you you can push back against that, right? We can set our minds on things above. And I think what we'll find is as we do that, more of the reality of these things become real in our life where we begin to see more and more of the specialness and the wonder of each day. Like that brother said, he never lost the wonder of it all. And you know, Peter, I think, shares as an example for us in that an older brother in the Lord, an elder we read of in First Peter chapter 5, and yet he's thinking about his own conversion, and there in chapter 1 he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again. He's like, he didn't get over the glory of it all as he grew older in the Lord, did he? I don't want, I don't want that to happen. I know you brethren don't want that to happen. But let's not lose the sense of the wonder and the beauty and the significance and the specialness of each day. You've never had a normal day.